So who are you fine people listening to the Fearless Five podcast? Anyway, you can leave me a voicemail. Let me know on the Anchor app if that's even what you're listening in. So hello, welcome back to the Fearless Five. New week, new podcast, new week of podcasts. And I start with an apology because <laughs> I completely spaced and forgot to record Friday's podcast. And I'm not even going to make an excuse. I literally just forgot. And it happens a lot with COVID brain fog, but I literally just forgot. So I'm not an excuse maker. And I'm, I hate it when women start a, a sentence with an apology. And I just started a podcast with an apology, but <laughs> I did it. I did it. I broke my own rules. So um, we're going to make up for lost time this week. I'm not going to just I'm not going to re-record or, or whatever. I'm not going to, I'm not going to make up for, we're just going to keep it moving. How about that? But we're going to make it up with fabulous content. Another week of fearlessness up ahead and so much to talk about this week. I have absolutely no plan. I'm going to be right, real honest right here. What we're going to talk about today though, I want to talk about a couple of things today. First of all, I want to talk about briefly, (laughs) let me just get this out and move on. I want to talk about briefly toxic positivity, which I've talked about many times over the years on the podcast. It's that mindset that like you have to be positive all the time. And if you're not, bad things will happen to you, which is ridiculous. And if you're still doing this, stop, (laughs) stop. And if you're getting the newsletter the Destiny Architecture newsletter, which you have to sign up to get at destinyarchitecture.com. It comes out every Monday and that's it. It just comes out on Monday mornings. And I I talk about, I talk about toxic positivity in this week's newsletter and, and, and just what it, it's what a yucky thing that is. And I say this as somebody who's recovering from being one of these toxically positive people. And I used to, subscribe to the law of attraction and this like if you can't have a bad thought ever uh and i and i read something last week that was really great and i shared it in the newsletter for destiny architecture today and it's written by margot stebbing who you can find on patreon and her writing about positivity last week was amazing spot on so perfect she's a great writer with a great voice i've followed her for a couple years I don't know, two years, three years on Patreon. And so she, she puts it in a way differently than I do. And and I think that's awesome. So you should read it. It's not behind a paywall. It's on her Patreon. Again, her name's Margot Stebbing. And if, but if you're on, if you're on the newsletter list, (laughs) you're getting this. So every Monday I try to give you something amazing that you can use. And that was my, my thing to curate something wonderful to you. And then also remind you that, yes, I've written about this subject on the podcast many times I've written about, I've written about the subject on the blog many times. I've talked about it on the podcast many times Those two things kind of go together. So I promise I will make sense and get words out <laughs> in a proper manner. Um, but yeah, destinyarchitecture.com go sign up for the newsletter so you can get something that's, you know, life coaching, personal development, Reiki yoga, like that whole sphere. This is what I do. And then I translate it into the fearless five because I coach women and I find women, we are often full of fear. Our parents raise us that way. Society keeps us that way. Having a career in corporate America, definitely enhances that whole experience so here is where we come to get fearless so today on the fearless five i want to talk about emotions and i hope you have a great emotional week but who will <laughs> like we're women we have emotions but no like we we who has a great emotional week like do we ever think of it in that perspective 
of like, hey, I hope you have a great week with all your crazy emotions. You're, I hope you enjoy your week of emotional soup up ahead. Um, no, but nobody says that. Like, we don't talk about emotions enough. So I'm going to fearlessly share about emotions today on the Fearless Five podcast, which comes out five days a week. And that's probably where I'm going to cap it. Okay. Because I've been calling it the Fearless Five for years. And I've been saying that it's the Fearless Five because it comes out five days a week and it's always five minutes long. And then it's never five minutes long. I think one of them out of 130, this is the 138th episode right now that I'm recording. Like none of them have been five minutes long. So I'm just going to drop that <laughs> from here on out and just say, this is the Fearless Five. It comes out five days a week. It's something that you can use to live a more bold and fearless life. And one of those ways is to connect to your emotions. And I'm going to tell a quick story. Last week, a friend and I had like a, a, a head to head. She triggered me. I triggered her. It was beautiful because this is, you know, when you, with your best friends, you can do this. You can get pissed at each other. And I don't think we were really pissed at each other. Here's the thing. We all have stuff, right? We have our internal stuff. We have our internal emotional life and it colors the world that we see. And sometimes it colors the world black (laughs) and you can't see a thing. You can't see straight. And, uh, so, uh, she triggered me, I triggered her. And when you're triggered, you're operating from some kind of like inner child stupidity, basically like 12 year old Heather came rearing her ugly head. And, and my friend had her own thing that was triggered and and it was like, not the person she is today. It was, you know, that's how triggers work. So what we learned from this experience, other than the fact that we absolutely adore each other and we would never do anything to ruin our friendship and be mad at each other or fight with each other or judge each other. And isn't that beautiful to have a friendship like that? So we generally don't learn about our emotions unless we're in relationship to others, right? We, Me sitting at home with my cats, <laughs> working from home, isn't the best opportunity for me to learn about myself sometimes. Sometimes the best opportunity to learn about myself is through difficulty, which usually involves other people. <laughs> and so like, that's just how it works. Like relationships are a gift and they give us a chance to learn about ourselves. So where I got triggered is because I felt like my friend was asking me to sanitize my emotions, that she didn't want me to show up authentically at myself. None none of this was true, but this is childlike little, you know, 12 year old Heather was rearing her ugly childlike head and saying like, you want me to sanitize my emotions for you. You want me to censor them. You want me to mute them, play them down. And and I'm not going to do that. Like if I'm mad, you're going to hear it word for word. I'm not going to censor my words. I'm not going to censor my reactions if I'm angry about something and and I'm not going to censor my joy. I'm not going to, I'm not going to downplay joy or happiness either. And if there's sadness or depression or whatever, like, why do I have to decrease that, you know? And also like, let's have a little adult reminder here that we are not our emotions. They're just emotions. They come, they go, you have to process them. But I grew up, I grew up, this is why this is a childlike triggering thing. I grew up in a household where emotions weren't allowed to flow freely they were problem it was a problem to have emotions if if i expressed emotions i had to learn to mute them because the other humans in my household didn't want to hear them and were upset if i was upset because 
I grew up with emotionally immature parents who were very codependent. And so if I was upset, they did not see a separation between themselves and me. So they took it personally. If I was, it's just, if you, if you have no familiarity with codependency, I don't want to go off on that tangent and confuse people. But the point of this, (laughs) the point of the fearless five today is to be fearless about your emotions, be fearless in sharing them without having to censor them. And, and we should always be able to share our emotions with our supportive friends and family without censoring them or downplaying them or lying about them. And, and this seems to be a problem, I think, for a lot of people. It was a problem for me for most of my life. I always felt like I had to sanitize my emotions. So when my friend and I had a little disagreement the other day, which was over text, by the way, like in real life, we probably wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been a thing. And, and we talked it over and it was like, oh my God, I was operating for my triggers, weren't you? Yes. Okay, cool. So like... And, and she goes, well, you know what? You, you saying that you're not going to sanitize your emotions for anybody. You need to write a blog about that. And I'm like, okay, let me get on that. So instead of writing a blog about it, <laughs> I did a, a podcast here for you instead about we don't have to sanitize our emotions. If somebody's out there is telling you that you need to be less in order to be around them, near them, whatever, to communicate with them, then that's a problem. You know, there's, there's setting a bound, setting a boundary is one thing, but then telling somebody to be less than is another thing. And of course my friend was not doing that. Um, (laughs) but, um, the, the trigger in me thought she was. So I think many times in life as, as women, we are too much, we are too emotional. Um, if, if we get angry, and this has happened in many, many, I'm an intense person. Obviously you're listening to the fearless five podcast. <laughs> like, hello. Um, I'm, a, I'm, I'm very intense and I'm very passionate and I'm, I've been seen in my emotional moments in life as being aggressive or as you need to calm down or like my anger has never been received well because people just don't want a woman to, to behave and women don't get angry. Right. Like, like the voice of my grandmother pops up, you know, like I had one of those grandmothers who like, Oh, Midwestern Kansas grandmother who just, you know, she just wanted to be seen as just never harming a fly, you know, and like, that's the wrong accent, but I can't, I can't do her accent. Um, she had a Midwestern accent, but she would say, Oh, Heather, you just, you don't hate anybody. Never say that. You know, that was the kind of person she was. And that was one of the people I had to take a break to clear my throat. So she would, she would say, you don't hate anybody. You don't hate anybody. And that was like the beginning stages as a child of, of the adults around me, like saying, oh, that's a strong emotion. We can't have that. Let's mute her. Let's, let's tell her she, she's not allowed to be mad. Like, and I, you know, saying you hate people in some circles, people, people don't use that word. They see hate as a bad word, kind of like the word shit's a bad word, you know, but I don't make words like bad. I don't, I'm not, again, I'm not, I'm not into the toxic positivity of words and policing every word that comes out of my mouth or every thought that I think. So I don't police my words and I cuss. And that's part of the fearless five podcasts charm. But my, my grandmother, she would be like, well, you can't use the word hate. You don't hate people. It's not possible to hate people. And it's like, yes, it really actually is. And yes, I can be so mad sometimes that I'm going to say that I hate somebody because I'm mad at them. It doesn't mean that I really literally hate them. It's just like I could wring their neck. Doesn't mean that like you need to call the police on me because I want to like commit homicide by wringing somebody's neck. And 
you know, some, so many people, especially women can't handle anger or can't handle strong, angry responses or strong remote emotional responses. Like we, we feel like we have to mute a strong emotional reaction and, and stuff it and pretend it's not there or hide it or downplay it or mute it when really like an emotion is an emotion, let it out. You know, if I vent for five minutes about my anger or whatever I need to vent about, it's, it's better for me than spending five weeks, you know, pretending it's not there. Like it will last longer if I stuff it. In other words, there you go. There's, that was a better way to say that if I'm stuffing emotions, they're going to last longer and they're going to cause me harm. If I just let them out full, full freaking fearless blast, whether they're pretty emotions or not, uh, it's going to be better for me. I need to clear them out. I need to release them. And that's what I learned last week. I need I need to experience my emotions as an adult, <laughs> uncensored, uh, when I'm angry or when I'm sad or whatever. But uh, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make I'm not gonna downplay anything about myself to make anybody else more comfortable, which ties into toxic positivity. Oh ho ho! It does because you know people want you to be freaking happy all the time. I don't know why people like that's not normal. Like it's, it's normal to have for me anyway, it's normal for me to have like an arc of emotions during the day. And sometimes that arc comes up and goes down and becomes more than an arc and it's a wave. Um, but like I can, I can have a crap day and be super angry and frustrated and then move on and get through it. And then maybe later in the day I'm happy. Maybe I'm sad. I don't know. But like, it's possible to have multiple emotions in the day. And I, I didn't used to know this. Like I used to hang on to something and stew in it, but now it's like, cool. I can just have an emotion, let it flow, let it out. Cool process. Do what I need to do with it. Take a walk if I need to shake it off, because that's something that really does help with anger. If you're really, really angry and you need to stomp around, that helps. Right. Um, I think that's just biological, honestly, but I don't know. I'm, I'm not a mood scientist. I wish I was. Oh my God. I would be able to control the world, but <laughs> it's just like so much awesome power. Um, but these things are tied together. So like, I think like, and I will experiment on Facebook and I will post like something full of attitude or something bitchy or whatever. And then I will post my own brand of toxic positivity. Like I'll be like, gosh, I'm doing so much better after COVID. Look at, look at me now. And then like somebody direct messaged me the other day after I posted one of the, one of my, my toxic positivity experiment posts. And they're like, I'm so glad you're doing better. You know, I'm just so glad to see something positive come your way. And it was like barf. Like where you didn't talk to me once <laughs> when, when I was going through hell don't tell me now. Like people are only attracted to toxic positivity sometimes because society has conditioned us towards it. So don't get mad at yourself if you're engaging in toxic positivity. Society's built it in and brainwashed people so much that we're supposed to have good vibes only all the time. Like what freaking utopia is that? Cause I want to go there where people are happy all the time, except that I'm sober now for nearly eight years. So that sounds like a place where people are just high as fuck. Uh, and I, I don't want to be a part of that. So <laughs> just being realistic. And that's what the fearless five is all about. This is, this is the no BS zone. So, um, don't be less than 
don't censor yourself. If somebody can't handle your strong emotions on your worst day, and then like last week was not my worst day, but I'm just think of your worst day. Think of the level of sadness or the level of anger you had on like maybe the worst days of your life. You know, who was there to receive it? Well, I shouldn't say receive it. Like if you're having a very strong and, and, and neg- negative emotion uh, on, on one of your worst days, like say your, your, your parent died. It's my cat in the background meowing. She's playing. She's fine. She's, <laughs> she's hunting a ball. Um, this happens all the time when I'm recording these cats. But anyway, say your parent died or, you know, somebody important to you, your spouse, somebody's sick or dying. You're, you're scared. You're frustrated. You're grieving. You're angry. You're upset. And you, you should be able to let it out and have the people around you be able to hold space for it without them being like, Oh God, you're hurting me with your emotions. Your emotions are too much, you know, cause that's, you know, we have to learn to hold space for one another. When somebody's going through it, we have to be able to hold space and just be able to listen to a person vent or have their strong emotion and know where we end and they begin and that their strong emotion doesn't touch us. It's not our stuff. You know, a lot of times when people want you to mute your or sanitize your emotions, it's because there's a little codependency there. You know, if they they think, oh God, you're so negative. Oh, you're just so angry. It's like, why do you care? You know, you have a boundary, right? You know, so we as women, we have a right to have whatever freaking emotions we have whenever we have them. And hopefully we've got people around us who are supportive and, you know, who can read the room and be like, boy, is she pissed off? I'm just going to let her go off. Like, just, 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 you know, that's the thing is like, once I go off, I'm good. <laughs> like it's out, it's gone, you know? And so like, I, th- I think it's really important to fearlessly do an inventory once in a while on the people in our lives and like, are they really there for us? Do they really listen without judgment? Can they, can we vent to somebody and have them not get fragile about it and have them not greet us with toxic positivity? I've done a ton of, ton of podcasts over the years and I can't even remember which ones they are now, but to find them, but they're there, um, on the, the anchor page. But I've done a bunch of podcasts about like how profoundly I was affected. I was venting one day to a friend who profoundly turned around to me and was just like, you know, your life will get better if you just would be more positive. And I was like, wow, never have I like, that's going to be one of like the top 10 FUs of my life. (laughs) It was like, like I'm going through hell and I'm telling you about it. And then you blame me for my situation saying, Specifically, you know, usually situations are our own fault, but you're blaming me specifically for creating my situation through my thoughts, through, you know, like you need just be more positive, which means what really? Like people aren't allowed to vent or have, have an anger or have like, like what do you do? People fight all the time. People get angry all the time. Friends, family, spouses, people get pissed. (laughs) Get over it. Like you just be more honest here. Just say, Hey, like, I don't want to hear your venting right now. I'm busy. Like, just be honest and be like, you know what? I can't hear this right now. Like, what kind of a world would it be if we would just be like, you know what? I really want to hold space for this, but I'm incapable if we were just honest, if we were just fearless and are sharing with one another and, and vulnerable as human beings, like 
what if we just said, hey, you know, I understand that you have some strong emotions. I don't think I can hold space for that right now. You know, maybe I just can't hold space for that at all. You know, maybe I got my own stuff, whatever. You know, some people think that you're dumping on them, <laughs> which I, which is cool because I was, I was worried that I was dumping on my friend. And she was like, no, you're not. And I'm like, well, I was worried that I dumped on you. Um, but there's, there's human interaction, human relationships are so complicated and, and I've said this a million times and I'll say it a million more times. We have to learn to hold space and make a safe space for one another in our relationships to where if you're having a bad day and, and this is so true of women, I, you know, men, men listening, this is not so much you, but like women we love to vent without being presented with a solution like we have an emotion we're getting it out and then we move on if we vent to a man husband whatever the man's like oh well you know you should do this and and the man starts trying to fix you know women we exchange emotion we exchange information my god that was loud I'm sorry, this cat is insane. She's a bangle cat. She thinks she's the world champion ball chaser. But anyway, women, we we just want to let it out. It's an emotion. It's it's making us uncomfortable and we want to let it out. Men don't really talk about feelings the way women do. And when a man tells another man about his feelings, like, I, I don't even know what happens. I'm not a man. Um, but I know when I tell men my feelings, they immediately feel helpless because if they don't know how to fix it, they're like, Oh, I'm less of a man, which is toxic masculinity, right? Like sometimes you don't need somebody to fix something for you. Sometimes you don't need something fixed. Sometimes you just need to be heard and you don't want to sanitize your emotions while you're being heard you don't want to be you don't want to have to censor yourself like you know how would my life have been different if my grandmother as a child would have just listened to me be angry and be like okay are you done you good can we go get some ice cream now you're having a bad day <laughs> instead she was always trying to police like you can't say that you know oh, you can't say that you hate oh you don't hate anybody it was always like you aren't you don't you like let's let's deny this poor child's existence a little bit more so yeah let's not sanitize anything you know let's let's be who we are and if we can't be who we are around the people in our lives maybe we need new people in our lives right uh one of the things that i've been learning this year is the just the power of being able to be yourself okay and you know uh, this is like a whole other podcast oh my god Briefly, though, since I'm on the topic, you know, one of the things I did this year, I took a certification program online from University of South Florida on diversity, equity and inclusion. And it put it turned on such a light in my life. It was like the whole point of DE&I is to be able to be comfortable in, in the workplace. Right. This was a DE&I in the workplace certificate. So if you're working somewhere and you don't feel comfortable being yourself, your your beautiful diverse <laughs> self then you're not being included like if you if you can't be 
excuse me, if you can't be loud and proud disabled, which, you know, like I am, and, and if you can't be just loud and proud gay, or if you can't be loud and proud, you know, black and be Muslim, or, you know, if, if, if you don't feel safe taking it or Ramadan off in the workplace, like what's the point of being in that workplace? You know, so like if you can't be comfortable around in certain situations or around certain people in your life like there's a problem there because you're probably censoring yourself you're probably sanitizing your emotions or your expression of them or your reactions in life you probably feel like you can't speak freely and you know that's not something I want for anybody like I want people to be able to fearlessly be themselves shamelessly be themselves like this is such a better space to be in than to be in a place where you feel that you constantly have to like fake it or put on a show or keep certain things under wraps or never talk about certain things so that's the topic of the day it's about not sanitizing your emotions what do you think of that? Let me know. Website, destinyarchitecture.com. The Twitter is at sign destinyarch1 or uh, at sign fearless5pod, fearless the number five pod, uh, destinyarchitecture at gmail.com. So many ways you can get a hold of me online. So please do. And don't forget, you can also leave a voicemail on Anchor if you listen with the Anchor app. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm inviting people to voicemail me. So, um, you know, feel free to talk to the cat because she's clearly talking to you in the background, which sounds crazy if that didn't come over the microphone because she's loud as could be. She thinks she is the coolest hunter in the world. And she probably is. She just had a birthday. Friday, by the way. So I can just, ugh, she thinks she's, you know, she's, she's got a big ego. She just got the crap spoiled out of her <laughs> last week. So make it a great day. We're going to keep the Fearless Five podcast going this week. This was season four, episode nine, the 138th podcast overall here at the Fearless Five. <laughs>